This is sports stuff. Betting stuff. Ciao. This is the number one sports betting podcast coming out of the sports stuff with Jim Muff Enterprise. I am your host of hosts, Muff. Along with me today is which one of us is going to go first? I am the Ohio Homer, Jim, and I am your medical degenerate, Alex. This is week two, week two of football betting for us. And uh, week one could have gone a lot worse on the collective. So, oh, I don't know about that. Like, I only hit one game. I'm not the happiest guy. Collectively, could have been a lot worse. Yeah, sure. Okay. Could have been. So, um, as always is the case for these episodes, now that we're into this, we will go over our best bets from last week, our win and loss records. And then this week, we don't only get to talk about college football, we also get to talk about the NFL slate. I'm excited. We do. It's always good to have more football to talk about than less. Absolutely. And more football to bet on. Yeah. As a reminder, you can follow us at Sports Jim Muff on Instagram and Twitter, Sports Stuff W forward slash Jim Ambersand Muff on Facebook, on in, on YouTube. Like, on comment, the team. like, comment, rate, review, subscribe, subscribe, hit the bell, poke. Tickle. Tickle. I still that's don't know. one. Still don't know what that's from, but definitely not a real one. I just made that up. Do what you got to do. So we have uh, first. We'll get into last week's best bets and our records. Um, one of us had a winning record. It was me. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, since, to say since you had the winning record, Alex, we're going to let you say your piece first. Okay. So my first pick was WVU at Pitt. The over fifty-one and a half, which was a win. It was my one win. I took away. Ball State at Tennessee. I hate to say it, but Jim told me so. I'm still not going to listen to him when he says that, but... That's my one. My my Jim's told me so. Bets are 0-1 on the year with a loss. Duke versus Temple. Duke minus 6.5 was a win. Illinois at Indiana, which was... Unfortunately, we'll talk later. A loss... I took Illinois money line, and then we had Rutgers, Boston College. I took Rutgers plus six and a half and covered for the win, making me three and two. All right. I went two and two. I took Penn State minus three and a half against Purdue, and that was the win. I took UNC and App State over 55 and a half, which was the apparently the lock of the century because they scored yeah. like over 120 points collectively, and they didn't even need overtime. Um, it was helped by what App State's like six touchdowns in the final quarter. Yeah. Like back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. So yeah. almost just by that, I was halfway there, just in the fourth quarter with one team. Uh, and then my losses, unfortunately, was Illinois money line was a loss against Indiana. And I took the over 59 and a half Notre Dame, Ohio State, which also did not come to fruition for me. And I was two and two. I was one and three. Um, I had some moral victories. My first moral victory was uh, I took Pitt minus seven and a half. I lost that, but Pitt did win, so moral victory. Uh, <laughs> I like how we're playing. Do moral victories count at the end of the year? Do they pay the bills? In my heart, it counts. <laughs> this is a betting show. Don't care about moral yeah, victories. That, that's fine. Good team, uh, great teams cover, Jim. The other loss I had was Utah minus two and a half. Really thought I was going to get that one. And then I, I lost, which everybody else lost, which was the Illinois at Indiana money line. The win I got 
was the Penn State at Purdue, Penn State minus three and a half. Shockingly, I won. Great teams so. cover. Great teams cover. Yeah, sure. So that puts us Alex at three and two, winning record for the season thus far. I'm at two and two. Jim is at one and three. Uh, now into our specialty picks. First, we have the Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week. I'm a pow, pow, pow. Unfortunately, we started off with a loss. We took Illinois plus the points, but it was only one and a half. And that did not come out victorious for us. I blame the referees. Always an easy target. For the touchdown not happening in the end zone, which I thought would have swayed the tide of that game. Fair. It was early enough that I can't say that it was the reason, but I think it would have created the momentum in Illinois' favor. So, is what it is. Blame the zebras. Um, the next specialty pick was the newly named risky pick, which is the Scott Frost onside kick risky pick of the week. Uh, I thought that was mm. like a bar sound. Bleh. There we go. Look, <laughs> and that was Florida money line versus Utah in direct conflict with one of Jim's best bets. But the good news is it came out victorious, so we're one to know. Yeah, the risky pick paid off, which is the total opposite of last year. So it's because it was named after somebody that sucks as an NFL head coach. Yes. It was very risky, though. Very risky last year. He risked it all and did not come out on top. Um, or at least so we know. Um, next, we had the Muff Parlay of Death, which starts out the season 0-1. And bum, 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 bum. We made it through Thursday because the first leg was Penn State minus 3.5 versus Purdue. That was a win. And it didn't make it past Friday as Illinois plus 1.5 versus Indiana was a loss. And then it wouldn't have mattered come Saturday because the over 59 and a half Notre Dame, Ohio State did not pan out. This is true. Yeah, no, it wasn't even close. But the if Illinois would have won and we would have had to watch that Notre Dame, Ohio State game and had the parlay of death on the line, it would have been too much. I think it would have put Jim over the edge. Yeah, it would have been rough. I think really it was for the best that it was shot by then. Yeah. Yeah, it was better. Um, and that was my my leg of this parlay because, uh, honestly, I thought Ohio State was going to score more points and the game was going to be uh, higher, higher scoring. And, and Ohio State was going to put up a lot of points, especially in, like, the end of the second quarter and the whole second half. Uh, and I just thought Notre Dame was going to be playing catch up and go over. So uh, I will take the L on that as well. So... We are 1-0 in the Risky Pick, 0-1 in the Hit Stick Pick of the Week, and 0-1 in the Parlay of Death. Pow, 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 We need more pow-pows. That's more- why I thought maybe if I gave it more energy there, if we'd like hype it up for this week, yeah? Yeah. Or just need Chris Berman to come in and be a guest. Whoop! Whoop! Sorry, my allergies are bad, so I can't really get a good, like, high pitch. Whoop! Whoop! Run, 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 stop, run, 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 run. So... This will bring us into this week's college football games. We have many games sitting here. So I'm going to let you two start this off about some games that we are considering, some games of interest. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. App State at Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M is giving 
18 and a half over under 53 and a half. I think the giving of the points by Texas A&M is a little high. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. That's why I looked at this. I, I did you have this one on here? I, I think I added it on. I you added thought, it, but I, yes. So my thoughts are App State plus 18 and a half, or you can also look at the over in this game. But is it a fluke that App State scored so many points last week with North Carolina? Yes. It's a fluke to score 70. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yes, obviously 70 is a fluke. They would cover the freaking over here by themselves. But I don't know. If you're looking at like a 30-something, 30-something game or 30-something, 20-something game, you cover I don't think the over-under is something I would touch. I think App State could cover that 18 and a half. I am staying away from this game. I think this is a recency bias pick, um, and I do not want to get caught up in some App State love. And again, remember the game last week was at App State. So they're, tra- they're traveling to an SEC school after a – Pretty emotional and up and down game. So I don't know. I just don't trust App State enough to go anywhere on this um, either way. So App State could be very competitive. They could also lose by three plus touchdowns. So you're so, saying it's a trap. I It's a trap in my opinion, because I think a lot of people are going to be high on the App State plus the points and on the over. Um, and I haven't watched this line all week, but my guess is that it may have gone up. It may have been a lower line to open. Um, nope. The line last Monday, mm-hmm. or not last Monday, this past Monday, was still 16 and a half. So well, I guess it has. And half oh, now. I'm sorry, you're right. It had gone up. Sorry. So people actually are going in Texas AM's favor. So there's more yes. bets going on them to cover. So uh, apparently nobody is well, trusting App State. Well, no. When... Yeah, if you're right, sorry. So the line has shifted in favor of Texas A&M. Yes. I don't, what was the over under? I'm curious on that. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't write it down. Okay. So Alabama. Oh, sorry. So are we all staying away from that? Is, is what's the verdict? I think officially I'm staying away from it, but I'm yeah. not. I would not be disappointed if someone did try to dabble in it. I see where they would be coming from. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like this next one. Okay. Alabama. Alabama minus 20 and a half at Texas with the over under at 65 and a half. This is the, to me, this is, is Texas back? And I like to think yes, as my big 12 bias. And I like Texas plus 20 and a half. It's a home game. They're supposed to be back. All signs point to every year they're supposed to be back. It's Texas. I, I agree. <laughs> Since Vince Young left, they've been supposed to be back for every year. I don't know. This year's different. And that's why I'm staying away because until they prove that this year's different, don't want to mess with it. Yeah. That, to me, this is a bigger trap game than the previous. I, I, I wouldn't mess with this at all. Yeah. Now it is a game day game, so there's gonna be a lot of hype. And if Texas comes out emotionally controlled, like I can see them coming out all 
all mm-hmm. cylinders rolling, and then Bama just catching them. It's catching them because Bama's Bama, right? Yeah. They're not going to make mistakes. Texas will make these little mistakes that Bama's going to explode into big plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just why I just don't trust Texas. Uh, I am excited that Pat McAfee will be there. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be there all the time now, right? Yeah. Uh, Jim, I, is, are you upset that Pat McAfee will no longer be on Friday Night SmackDown? No, I'm I'm good. I think he'll be back after football season. Yeah. He's a talented individual, but his talents are probably better used at game day. Yeah, I agree. And here's I agree. something I want to Yeah. Here's something I want to ask you two about that whole situation, the game day situation, and Pat McAfee be coming into the fold now. Is yeah. Pat, is Pat McAfee being groomed to replace <laughs> Lee Corso? Probably. Like, he would have a very similar, not not personality, but he has the character. He has the novelty factor to me. Yes, yes. Like to that's right. Um, yeah, like this is like his trial run. Is can he fill that void? Because there's been a lot of talk about Lee Corso. Like people have been dogging Lee Corso for the past couple of years, and they started this year already. Yeah. yeah, and I just feel like they're ready to put him out to pasture on the game day situation. No, I agree. Yeah. I I don't I feel indifferent. I I've never cared for ESPN's game day. That, that blasphemous, really? I know. I, as soon as I like Fox is better. A lot of people are kind of switching to Fox, but I still think like the novelty of game day. I like the cool like college campus, seeing the crowds. I like the Lee Corso pick. I, I don't know. I like them just because it like to me is like traditional, like hearing Kirk Herb Street talk on Saturday morning. The SEC and ESPN to me are synonymous. So, <laughs> Jim switched to the Big Ten Fox situation. Yes, I did. Oddly. <laughs> Moving on to the next game, South Carolina plus eight and a half at Arkansas. This is another one. I like Arkansas minus eight and a half here. The over this under is, is 52 and a half. <laughs> I like this a lot for Arkansas. I think, I think they cover. Yeah, Arkansas at home. Yeah, this Woo might pig. be one of my locks. I was just going to say, Woo Pig. Uh, I, I would lean Arkansas. I, I, again, still don't know. I mean, they have a pretty solid rushing attack, and I don't know. If, no, I honestly don't know enough about South Carolina's defense. Uh, if I did some more research and understood where the, South Carolina's defense was stronger against the pass or the run, and if they were stronger against the run, I would probably stay away from the Arkansas because Arkansas is pretty much all run. Like that's their offense is predicated off of that. Um, if South Carolina was strong against the pass and not so good against the run, then yeah, I'd be all on board with this. I just haven't done enough research to understand that situation. I'm about it. I, that's it's going to be one of my locks. I'm pretty sure. Next, we have Tennessee minus six and a half at Pitt over under 65 and a half. Very interesting. I like <laughs> this game a lot. Game. Yeah, I, I like it as a, a spectator, but I'm not touching it. Why? No, I don't trust either team. A, I'll never bet on Pitt, period. I like the under. I like Pitt to cover. I don't hate, I don't hate the under. And I like Pitt to cover. I don't know that I'm going to make it a bet, but like, it's definitely something I'm thinking about. I don't well, I don't want to mess with it. I still like again, this one is I don't know enough about Tennessee just yet. Pitt obviously has 
what people were saying, even though it wasn't necessarily on display last week, like a top three defensive line. Um, but I just don't know because WVU torched him on the ground. So this is one of those I need to wait and see a little bit more about where these teams fall in, in the, the scale of economies here. All right, Washington State at Wisconsin. You have Wisconsin minus 17 and a half, the over and under at 49 and a half. I don't trust Wisconsin for anything yet. Me either. Uh, don't, nope. don't want to mess with it. Now, if this was Washington State at Wisconsin, if this Week was seven, yeah, and weather was starting to get colder, yeah, and Wisconsin was able to do that, but Wisconsin is also saying they're going to do more in the past game this year. And I do not see me week any... seven. I'm not going to do more in the past game week two. No, thank you. Yeah, we're we're not there yet. So yep. staying away. Yeah, I don't. I agree. I don't want to touch this, but I don't know if Wisconsin will. I mean, I don't really trust Big Ten teams to score 17 and a half points in a game. I agree. <laughs> well, I'm on. just going to be honest. Well, yep. moving on to the next game, Iowa State plus three and a half at Iowa. <laughs> um, yes. over, over under 39 and a half. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take the under in this game. Iowa scored seven points last week. Four of which came from two safeties. Right. And Iowa State is, as far as Big 12 teams go, a stronger defensive team with a running attack. And this just feeds into a punt, 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 field goal, punt, 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 maybe touchdown game. I well, I really like Iowa State to cover here. Me too. I would also Me venture too. that, but I feel, have more faith in the under. <laughs> you have more I, faith in the under? Yes, I have more faith in the under of this game. I have no faith in Iowa's offense, but I have faith in their defense. Fair. I, I'm more, I'm with Alice. I'm going to say Iowa State covers. Okay, next we have right. Florida minus five and a half, hosting Kentucky over under 52 and a half. I like Florida to cover. I'm real impressed with them in the Utah game. Saw a little bit of the Kentucky game last week. Not, excuse me, not impressed with Kentucky. I think Florida covers pretty easily here. I, I'm probably not going to take either one of these, but I do like the concept of Florida covering. Yes, if I was forced to something here, I would probably take Florida to cover. It's again, it's at the swamp. They're coming off of a big win for the program to start out Billy Napier's coaching career. Um, but I, Kentucky's a different team than Utah in my mind. Um, similar quarterback play, they have a quarterback, yeah. but but less less I think pass effective. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky is a running team, and. Utah was not necessarily a run first team. So I just don't know enough about Florida's defense to trust to trust them to cover. But if I had to pick one, I'd pick Florida to cover. All right. Fair. USC minus seven and a half at Stanford. Pound it. Six and Pound a half. it. Pound it. USC minus seven and a half, right? Pound it, USC minus seven and a half. I agree. You're I agree. really taking that. Yeah, best bet. Lock it in. I agree completely. I am staying away. That's fair. You 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 haven't uh, come to the dark side that USC is a team just yet. I don't think they are. I think this is a rivalry game. If if the Pac-12 has those, 
and I don't I would not mess with this. I'm just taking this solely on USC points. USC mm-hmm. being able to score the points. So you're to taking cover. them to cover. No yeah, way. Yeah, I'm still taking them to cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm staying away. No, thank you. Next, we have BYU minus three and a half taking on Baylor over under 53 and a half. Here's another one that, like, my gut says take Baylor to cover, but BYU is one that's untested yet. See, I don't, I don't want to touch this. BYU could be really good. This is a week two trap for me. I wouldn't mess with BYU. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching either, but yep. Bob Daddy? Uh, yeah, I don't want any part of this game. Baylor, I mean, Baylor should be – Baylor's the pick to win the Big 12, right, Alex? Uh, yeah, they're they're in the conversation for sure, at the top of the conversation. I mean, yeah. know who we're talking about here. It's Alex. He's never going to – he won't who? commit. Commit to yeah. what? Who the real winner is of the Big 12. I don't know yet. See? WVU. No, I mean – Oh, it could be Oklahoma. It could be Baylor. Kansas State doesn't look bad. There's just a lot going on in the Big 12 right now, okay? There's a lot going on. Yeah, I'm not messing with it. UNC minus six and a half at Georgia State over under 64 and a half. UNC obviously coming off a thrilling victory over at State. Georgia State is Georgia State. There's not a lot of faith in UNC and Mac Brown in this game, though, by only six I... and a half points. I like UNC minus six and a half here, but I'm afraid it's a trap. That's By a... rule, I'm not allowed to bet on this game because it's Georgia State, but I would take Georgia State. Really? Yes. That so what do you, you, what do you envision this game? Is this, a, is this a Georgia State win or is this a Georgia State staying within like a field goal? Staying within a field goal. Okay. Yeah, I don't I – don't, that UNC App State game, I think, is such an outlier to the season. I don't think we're going to see another game like that. Georgia State plays played tough. I don't mm-hmm. know. How, I don't know. I remember the game. I don't remember the outcome. But Georgia State played tough in that last game, mm-hmm. and UNC had a dogfight with App State. Yeah. And I don't know if they can recover. I just see an emotional letdown. Yeah. Against Georgia State, who you can't have an emotional letdown. Yeah. It's interesting to me that UNC is starting out their year. At App State, at Georgia State. Yeah, I agree. That's that's interesting scheduling in my mind. Um, and I don't think it sets them up. I think, really, when you're doing that scheduling, you're thinking, okay, these are two games we expect to win, so we don't care about playing away from home. Um, but yeah, this may come back to bite them a little bit in the arse. Next, we have Wake Forest minus 13 and a half at Vandy over under 65 and a half. A Big 12 over underline. Yeah. I, I'm probably not going to touch this, but I kind of like Bandy, I think. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Wake Forest is going to win the game for sure, but I don't have enough faith that they, like, win by two touchdowns. Yeah. But I'm not going to touch it. Uh, yeah, I'm not messing with that. Okay. I put in here this for fun. Marshall University from Huntington, West Virginia, is playing Notre Dame. They are at Notre Dame, and Notre Dame is favored by 20 and a half points, and the over-under is 50 and a half. Jim, what do you say about the best team in West Virginia? Hey. I almost put this in here myself. (laughs) I like them with the points. 
Marshall. I like them with the points. I no, I'm not disagreeing with you to be honest. I think Notre Dame's obviously going to win, but I could see Notre Dame winning by two touchdowns and because they're just more of a conservative play, you know. Yeah. Like I don't see him going out and like having a stellar offense that puts forty up on Marshall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, again, for me, this is staying away because I don't know enough about Notre Dame's offense yet. Um, obviously, Ohio State dominated him last week in the second half, um, and that quarterback showed that he can do some things, especially in the first half, um, but just got locked down. And I, I'm, a, I, this is not a bold assumption, but I'm assuming that Marshall's defense is nowhere near the caliber of Ohio State's defense. So yeah, I agree. this could be, this could be a game where Notre Dame's offense comes alive because it's just a different level of competition. But until <laughs> they, until they show me. I am not going to trust it. Yeah. So would you look at the over then? Mm, no, because I don't no. know about Notre Dame's offense just yet. Yeah. I got you. Like if I had a better sense of their quarterback play and what that's going to translate week to week. Yeah. Cool. I'll know a little bit more about the consistency, but Notre Dame's offense could score, could score 50 points in this game. Notre Dame's offense could score 20. I just don't know. Yeah. Next, we have Texas Tech minus two and a half taking on Houston Cougars over under 63 and a half. Dana Holgerson led Cougs. Alex, do you just pick against Dana or? No, yeah, no, I would pick Texas Tech. Yeah, I would too. And it might be one of my locks. FDH and not fire. Yeah, I looked pretty hard at Texas Tech minus two and a half. I, mean, I don't think I have enough other things that I like a little better, but it's it's definitely a consideration. Yeah. This is just one that I don't trust. I don't trust my thoughts on either team to, to mess with it, so staying away. There, probably a good choice. The Orangemen of Syracuse minus 22 and a half taking on UConn over under 49 and a half. UConn's dog shit. Like, but there's no... What? two ways around that UConn is just a dog shit team. Um, but not this year. Obviously they're <laughs> Syracuse is favored by almost 20. Almost I'm telling 20. you UConn plus 22 and a half. What do you know about UConn that we don't know? Alex? You're an idiot. This is Jim's, this is Jim's pick. UConn yeah. plus 22 and a half. I've watched them. I watched them. They were one Are of you the only money on it. Yes. Mark this down. This is my <laughs> pick of the week against Alex. So what what about that their first game made you think that this is a lock, Alex? Because they played better than they played last year. Oh, that doesn't say a whole lot. I know, but it says something. If you polish up the dog shit, Alex, guess what? Still dog shit. I'm okay with that. Right, you're putting this down as your best bet. Yep. Sweet. It's one of them. Jim, 1-0 and against Alex in these situations for the year? Yeah, me 1-1. Okay. Oklahoma State minus 11. Or make your comeback. Yeah, well, the setback happens for three weeks in a row. It does set up for a major comeback. <laughs> Oklahoma State minus 11.5, taking on Arizona State. The Sun Devils my, uh, over under 57.5. Alex, you put this in here. So Yeah, I was looking at uh, – for a little bit about Oklahoma State, but I think I'm going to stay away from it. That was it. I put it That's in there. That's good because I'm not it. It was on my list of considers. Do not want any part of this. Boston last, College. Last game. Jim's last favorite game. team. 
June 13, Boston College at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is favored by two and a half. Ah. <laughs> this is that kryptonite pick. Ugh. I mean, the line, the line is conducive to taking Boston College because they I just really have to win by field I really want it, but I'm there's the NFL's back this week. I need to save my, my monies. I'm not gonna pick this, but man, it's tempting. It's tempting. It, and it's all depends on how I bet this week. Am I gonna am I gonna throw away the conservative route and just do what I usually do last year and just shotgun blast the whole thing? I'm I'm gonna leave Boston College out of it. And just so everyone knows, in the middle of last weekend, in a text message yes. with Alex and I, Jim <laughs> swore off the safe bets and said, screw it, I need to shotgun blast again. And then I, I think a combination of Alex and I pointed out the games that Jim also was talking about betting last week, and they were all losses. So the shotgun could have easily turned into a one in five or six week for Jim. Yeah, it would have been bad. <laughs> so... It's all about limiting the losses, Jim. Limit the losses. Yeah. So that's the college slate. Um, to bring us into the NFL games, as is typical, we will uh, give our thoughts on every NFL game. Obviously, we're not betting all of them, but we will give our thoughts. So uh, the game happening as we record, the Rams and the Lions obviously will not be part of our discussion uh, because we didn't get to record this until Thursday night. Um, Sorry, so- guys. Well, I don't know if you need to apologize. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to find the other happen. people. The girl who hit hit me in the back with her car. So we need to apologize. Hit Jim's car, not Jim as a human in the back. I was going to say, I feel like we definitely should clarify. It, it definitely felt like it. Okay, it felt like it. <laughs> well, well I'm playing your um, injury. I'm just saying that for the for the listener, we should clarify for the listeners. You were not run over with a vehicle. Jim is right. not in a full body cast in a hospital room right now, so <laughs> much better for him. So we will start with the Sunday slate of games, starting with the Steelers at the Bengals. Bengals minus six and a half over under 44 and a half points. I will start out by saying who knows what's going to happen with the Steelers offense. I think we can fairly trust the Bengals offense to have some level of proficiency, but they still have an unproven offensive line against that's one of the strengths of the Steelers defense being the defensive line. So until we know that Joe Burrow can stay upright for a game, I do not trust anything about this until we know more about the Steelers offense. I don't trust anything about this. I concur. Yeah, I, I agree. Obviously Steeler fan wants Steelers to win, but not, don't not, not feeling confident enough to actually bet on it. Yeah. yeah I concur. So next we have the Eagles at the Lions. Eagles minus three and a half over under 48 and a half. Lock it down. Eagles to cover for me. Yeah. Oh, what? No. What are you talking about? Eagles to cover? Eagles minus three and a half. I am going the other way. Give me the Lions plus the points. Uh, I really want to side with Jim here. It's fine. I feel I, like, first of all, I mean, first of all, I made a very bold statement about the Lions. <laughs> you said they're so going I feel, as though, <laughs> I feel as though I need to cover versus Eagles. I. I think if they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, they do need to cover against the Eagles and win. I am pretty high on the Eagles this year and what I think they can do. And they're playing at Detroit. I get it. They're on the road to start the year. But I think that Jalen Hurts 
at least for the first five or six game is going to show that his improvement from last year to this year. Um, and I think the Eagles win by a touchdown plus. That's my problem is if it was anyone but the Eagles, I would be all over this. I mean, you don't have to go 16 and 0 or 18 and 0 or whatever to, to win the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying I'm hopping off the line <laughs> bandwagon. And I'm, I just, this, this opener makes me nervous. So I think we'll catch, you'll catch me week two though. I'm all in week two. I don't even know who they're playing. I'm betting on that. Wait a minute. So you're not betting Detroit? I just explained myself. <laughs> I can, didn't say they can win the Super Bowl. Week. They can win the Super Bowl and lose, Jim. They they whatever, I was betting them every week. Whatever, Alex. I don't think I ever once said I will bet the Lions every week. First game, you're already out. I literally just <laughs> said if it was game, anyone Alex. but the Eagles. First game. Oh, so if they were playing. Okay, Muff, here we go. The Bucks. I would have. I would honestly feel better putting the Lions plus three and a half versus the Bucks. Alex is a. Alex is a. <laughs> don't put. Doesn't put his money where his mouth is. Type of fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving along. I, know, I Col- saw that. And I was like, <laughs> Colts at Texans. Colts my seven and a half over under forty five and a half. I am going to lock in the over forty five and a half in this game. I Based think on what muff. The Colts' offense behind Jonathan Taylor with Matt Ryan at the helm is going to be significantly better than last year. And I think that people are sleeping on Davis Mills at quarterback at the Texans. And I think their offense is also going to be a better offense than expected. And that line at 45 and a half to me seems slightly low. So I'm going to take the over. I'm not touching this game. Muff came strong with that. He, He has me. He has me bought in. I know. Almost, but pew, 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 don't think pew, yet. Pew, fire away, boys. Fire away. Next, we have the Saints at the Falcons. The Saints minus five and a half over under 42 and a half. I trust nothing in this game. Saints. You yeah, trust, no. You trust the Saints? Saints. That's where I'm leaning. All right. I can't leaning. argue with that one. Yeah. I just, I don't trust James Winston. I don't trust anything about the Falcons yet. I think they'll be a steadier team with Marcus Mariota at the helm. But who is he throwing to? Drake London and somebody who can't play because he gambled. And yeah. Kyle Pitts. I know. I, I'm leaning towards the Saints, but I don't I don't know if it'll ultimately make my, my money list. That's fair. Next, we have the Ravens. Jets, Ravens minus six and a half over, over under 44 and a half. This line seems low to me. Yeah. I would think the Saints would be a touchdown plus. Not Saints. I'm sorry. The Ravens would be a touchdown plus. Thank you. Um, and it's against the Jets. So what I'm do you have to me the Ravens? Yeah, I'm locking this one in. Yeah. Give I, me that right now. Right I, would now. Love, I would love to lock in the Ravens, but I still don't know. Still don't know. And plus, I'm a Steelers fan, so it's tough for me to bet the Ravens. Oh, I agree. But that line's too juicy. Fair. Uh, Patriots at Dolphins. Dolphins minus three and a half over under 46 and a half. People, Vegas, the world is feeling the Dolphins right now. I I like the Dolphins a lot. I'm not going to bet this game, but I do like the Dolphins. But can we go back a few years in time and be like, when did we think the Dolphins would be over a field goal? Favorites against the Patriots. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm not. That's scary to me. It's bad. I don't know. Nope, not gonna touch it. Nope. This is. A, I don't think the Patriots are as bad as people think they are either, though. Yeah, and this is. I I want to trust Bill Belichick, and I want to trust that they can stay, you know, within a touchdown, and you know, just be a close game. But I still don't know. Like the Patriots, right? They have this running back by committee. They have Mac Jones. Who's Mac Jones throwing to? This isn't Tom Brady throwing to these no-name receivers. This is Mac Jones throwing to these no-name receivers. And I, I just don't I don't feel that he's there yet to guide a team to the promised land week to week. He may have a very good game and Patriots win, but I just don't – he's not there yet for me to be consistently in his corner. That's fair. Next, we'll say the highlight revenge game of the week. The Browns at the Panthers. The Browns are favored by one and a half with Jacoby Brissett under center and an over under at 41 and a half, which shows there's not a lot of confidence in the offenses in this game. What happens if I take Panthers money line? I have that on my best bets. Lock it down. What happens? I make more money? Yes. Yeah. Because they are Jim the underdog. Okay. So theoretically, they could be a risky pick of the week as well. I was just going to say, oh, is is that a money line dog? That might be the risky pick noise. But it's uh-huh. the onside kick. Risky pick. Uh, yeah, I, I want to watch this game. That's why I want to watch this game and I want to see what Baker Mayfield does if he has a good game. But I do not know. I don't know. I don't want I don't want to take take a pick pick in this game. I just want to watch it and admire. Admire from afar. Yeah. 49ers at Bears. 49ers minus six and a half over under 40 and a half. Jim, your thoughts on the Bears with Justin Fields under center? For this game, it's a wait and see. No. Give me the 49ers. I touched down. <laughs> Trey Lance? I don't. Should I trust Trey Lance? Yes. Compared to the Bears? Yes. <laughs> Well, compared to the Bears, yes, I trust the 49ers organization more than the Bears, but I just don't know if I trust Trey Lance yet to guide a team to victory by touchdown plus in week one. I do. Okay. Uh, next, we have the Jags at We Are the Commanders. Bum, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Commanders favored by two and a half, over under 43 and a half points. Who's the quarterback for the Commanders? Carson Wentz. Exactly. I don't trust that man farther yeah, no. than I can throw. I don't even know. What can I throw far? Thor's <laughs> Thor's hammer. More than I can pick up Thor's hammer. That's how much I don't trust Carson Wentz under center. And I don't know if I just – I don't know. Again, this is one of those who's Trevor Lawrence throwing to. They brought in some people, but they're people that I don't trust yet either. So I don't trust this game. I don't trust it. Sir. Not knocking you for that. Yep. Raiders. Know, Raiders at Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half over and 52 and a half points. I would have expected more love for the Raiders. Maybe more of a pick'em. Yeah, I, I like the Raiders in this game. Raiders to win or Raiders just to cover? At least to cover. I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be one of my picks just because I have a lot of other ones I haven't decided yet. But I like Raiders. To win, to be honest, probably. Sorry, Jim. I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. 
Can't win the Super Bowl in week one, Alex. Remember that. Exactly. Can't win. I uh, I would I would uh, lean Raiders plus the points, uh, but I I think the unknown here for me is the Raiders secondary, which could be torched by Justin Herbert, and that's just I again none of research this week, everybody. I mean, we don't tout ourselves as the research. Well, there's not. The problem is, too, we haven't gotten to watch much of, like, these teams play together. Right. Like, there was a lot of shakeup this year in the NFL. There was. So, this is Derek Carthur and Devonta Adams, Darren Waller, um, whoever the third receiver or second receiver is. It's not Zay Jones because I think he got moved. But um, And what's the Raiders running game look like? Josh Jacobs, everyone wants him to be good, but is he going to be good? Um, and the Chargers defensive line, Jim, is led by? Abosa. Abosa. So... TBD Giants at Titans. Titans minus five and a half over under 43 and a half points. It is the Giants, which means I should want to take the Titans, but without AJ Brown getting the ball thrown to him by Ryan Tannehill. And I just think the Giants can keep this game close by keying on Derrick Henry and just making Ryan Tannehill beat him, which he has shown that he can't necessarily do week to week. And without AJ Brown to throw the ball up to, I don't trust the Titans to cover. I think they can still win, but I just don't trust them to, to cover. Yeah, this game's goofy. I, I didn't like the line. I don't like the over-under. I don't like this this game at all. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want your life. Um, yeah. Chiefs at Cardinals. Chiefs minus five and a half over under 53 and a half. It's on buffs already. I'll tell you right now. It's the beginning of the year, and it's the Cardinals. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm better. It's 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 on the list. I just don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull the trigger just yet. It's against the Chiefs. Say, are we gonna put? Are we putting our foot down yet, or is it like New Year, New Rules, or how are, how are we handling this situation? If it was anybody but the Chiefs, this would be a lock for me. Anybody but the Chiefs. Um, so I'm gonna think about this. And I'm going to have to make a decision when we get to the best bets. It's on the slate. I just don't know if I'm going to take it. Anybody but the Chiefs, I choose Cardinals. Yeah, I wouldn't take the Cardinals on this, buddy. Packers at Vikings. Packers minus one and a half over under 47 and a half. Every time the Packers and Vikings play, it's a close game. And I do not want to be caught on the wrong end of it. So, Aaron Rodgers, I hope you throw for 500 yards. You make me look like an idiot, but I'm not going to take it. You're not taking the Packers? I'm not. I'm going to take the Packers money line. Or cover? I get more money if I take them with the money line, right? Nope. No, not when they're favorites. I thought they were minus. Packers are. Oh, These yeah. Are okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. My fault. You can take them to cover, and that's, that's the better. I mean, it's going to be pretty negligible, the difference. Yeah, um, I'm going to take them to cover. It's one and a half, so that's a, an odd line. Um, next, we have the Bucks at the Cowboys. This is Sunday night football. Bucks minus two and a half over under 50 and a half. No, this one you. I don't touch. What? It's, it's at Jerry World. Tom Brady obviously took time away. Tom Brady has some new receivers he's throwing to. And the Cowboys are just this coin flip of a team. It's a primetime game, week one. Tom Brady typically shines in prime. 
but I, uh, I'm not there. I'm not there to, to feel confident anyway in this game. No, I agree. I'm not touching this game yet. And in Monday night football in Seattle, the Broncos taking on the Seahawks Broncos minus six and a half over under 44 and a half, two new quarterbacks to these systems with Russell Wilson in Denver and Geno Smith in Seattle, Alex. Well, I mean, every ounce me wants to support Geno Smith here and throw my money where my mouth is. But I think I'm going to let this one slide. This if is anything, too honest, stupid. This, this is ahead. too stupid of a game for a rivalry. I don't think it's a rivalry. It's like a, it's a welcome home type game. It's not yeah, really like a rivalry. No, thank you. I mean, this has a similar feel, just not as contentious of a situation as the Browns-Panthers game. Yeah, is it? But yeah. Russ Wilson left for a trade, and he got paid. Uh, Baker Mayfield left because they paid somebody else. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like this one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Russ Wilson should be welcomed warmly, I would imagine. Um, but how that will translate on the field, TBD. Um, so that wraps up the NFL slate for week one and the college football slate of officially week two, but week three of the season. Um Leads us into our best bets of the week. Alex, you have a lot going on here, and I don't know what I know. to I make know. of all this. I just had to think some stuff through. I had some some different fonts going, um, but it's going to get down to eight. Okay. And Jim, you have a lot of games. Are you sure you're not shotgun blasting? Uh, yeah, I'm shotgun blasting. Okay. At least, at least we've come back, come back to the normal reality. Uh, because I have a very small slate compared to you two, I'm going to go first. Um, I am going to take Iowa State, Iowa under 39 and a half. I'm going to take USC to cover minus seven and a half versus Stanford. I'm going to take the Eagles to cover minus three and a half versus the Lions and the Colts Texans over 45 and a half. I'm going to take South Carolina. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why? Why? Chiefs at cards. Are you taking it? Nope. We're going to stay away. I mean, I could have told you that. Kyler proves me wrong, then I'll stay on that train until week nine. All right. I'm taking Arkansas to cover eight and a half over South Carolina, Iowa State plus three and a half over Iowa, Florida minus five and a half over Kentucky, uh, Boston College, I late, late edition plus two and a half. I can't quit you, Boston College <laughs> over Virginia Tech. Are we doing NFL games? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Lions, Alex, plus three and a half over the Eagles. Ravens, minus six and a half over the Jets. Panthers, money line with the Browns. Chargers, minus three and a half over the Raiders. And Packers, minus one and a half over the Vikings. Okay. Okay. That is a shotgun blast. That's what I'm doing. That's 10 uh, games. 10, 10, games. 10 was our limit, right? Well, or- nine games. Sorry. It's nine. Oh, so he's good. Or is it 10? Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10. 7, 8, 9. 9. All right. I have eight crowd picks. I have Arkansas minus 8.5 versus South Carolina. I have Iowa State minus 3.5 versus Iowa. I have USC minus 7.5 versus USC. Oh, 
Stanford, USC minus seven and a half for Stanford, UConn plus 22 and a half for Syracuse, the Ravens minus six and a half at the Jets, Panthers money line versus the Browns, the 49ers minus six and a half at the Bears, and the Raiders plus three and a half at Chargers. Yay. There you have it, folks. There's the best bets, and this is where we get to have some fun. First off, we're going to talk through the Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week. Bow, 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 bow. <sighs> so the, the we, lock bet, I don't think we have one. Well, can we talk? To, the question is can we talk Jim into USC minus seven and a half at Stanford? No. No, he says. Why, Jim? I'm I just that's not I don't believe in you guys. I don't think that's legit. I that I absolutely put my foot down and veto that son of a bitch. No. When it, when it wins and when it wins and when it wins. Yes. And you know what? I'll eat crow, but no. So I'm gonna let you two talk out some games to consider since my slate is so small. So I'm gonna let you two figure something out and try to sway me. I'm with Muff on the Colts game. I mean, I didn't have? bet it, but I don't think he was wrong on it. Colts Texans over. Yeah, I, his logic was sound. I have no uh, opposition to it. Do you have any other options that you would like us to consider, Alex? Um, the Ravens. I, I don't want to make that a best, but I can't do it. Panthers. No, that that's <laughs> <sighs> no. <laughs> okay, so the Mike Boston College plus two and a half. <sighs> we'll do Colts Texans. Don't think you're going to sway me on that one. <laughs> so the Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week is pow 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 pow, pow. Colts at Texans over forty five and a half. Next to the Scott Frost onside kick risky pick of the week. <laughs> what was the other noise he made? Yeah, me, me. I don't remember what noise you made. Uh, noise, I think there's a noise I made, but I forget yeah, what it was. was. And I can't remember what it was now. Eh, I don't remember. Look, I don't know either. Look, look back on the tape. Look back on the tape. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to go back to the. Uh, we pig. Suey. Oh, are we are we going with Panthers money line? I think that makes sense. I. I'm not going to oppose that. You both have it, and I'm not going to sit here and say I have better options to consider. Yeah, I agree with that one completely. And it's it's a spite pick too, which I'm I'm never never against spite picks. Yeah, they hurt me. They hurt me every time I try it. But yeah. this is me jumping on the bandwagon of this spite pick, so I will do that. There we go. I know we could get you eventually. Which brings us to the muff parlay of death. Oof. Who picked first last time? I think it was me, right? I know I picked before Alex the last time, so... I picked last. So I think it was Alex. So Alex, you get to pick first in this this week's rendition. It, first of all, every time I pick first, I just get turned... Anytime, well, I mean, I'll, have eight, of them, I'll have eight of them vetoed by Jim before I find one he'll accept. You, you, I won't make this any is, faces. This is, this is your pick to the Muff Parlay of Death, Alex. You do not have to worry about Jim's opinion. Yeah, good good radio. Glad we're here. 
Yep. All right. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. I'm thinking I'm between right now. Arkansas minus eight and a half and USC minus seven and a half and the Raiders plus three and a half. That's what I've narrowed it down to. Okay. I think my first gut pick was Arkansas minus eight and a half. So I think I'm going to go with that. Solid Same. pick. Solid pick. Best pick in the history of the betting show. Well done. <laughs> Until it loses. Um, well I'm going to go with USC minus seven and a half at Stanford. Which Worst probably, fucking pick. Probably bring some opposition from Jim. Worst pick. In the history of the betting show? For you, yeah, probably. Okay. When it wins. When it wins, Jim. Give me the Ravens. Minus six and a half at the Jets. That's painful. Painful for me to put in here. Well, I think that was a spite pick, if I'm being honest. That was a spite pick. This that is the, Jim, we don't need Because he knows now we're going to have to root for him. Jim, we don't, we, need spi- we don't need spite picks in this. We need. Yeah, that's a spite pick. Your second. No, I've been a ve- This is the muff parlay of death. You I can't veto, veto it. I veto spite picks. You just said you the, to Alex. I said I wouldn't veto spiting. Alex. That's some horse shit, Muff. I actually think that's a lock. That was me. I actually, I don't hate it. That's what sucks. Well, I need Jim not to say this is not a spike pick, and he actually it's not has a spike reasons. pick. And so, I think it's a lock. Okay, I just need you to say it. I need you to feel it in your heart of hearts. I feel it in my heart. In you your know. what? Heart. But it's a bonus. I swear, I thought you said in your hard parts. In my in my hard parts. Jim's I was like, just, stop talking. Jim's pants just got tight. Watch out. Um, <laughs> Football is back. <laughs> Football is back. Uh, and obviously also in the Muff Parlay of Death is always the Mike Allstott hits the pick of the week. So that is Colts Texans over 45 and a half. So to recap, the Mike Allstott hits the pick of the week. Pow, pow, pow. Colts Texans over 45 and a half. The Scott Frost onside kick risky pick of the week. Mm. Panthers money line taking on the Browns. And the Muff Parlay of Death is Colts Texans over 45 and a half. South Carolina at Arkansas, Arkansas minus eight and a half, USC minus seven and a half versus Stanford, and Ravens minus six and a half versus the Jets. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Sorry about it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Hoping for a better week than last week. Hey, it can only go up from here, Jim. It can't get much worse. It can still get worse. That's true. Technically, it could get worse. But in your shotgun blast mentality, you're going to have more wins, I am almost assured. That's true. It's just will it translate into a winning record is what we need to see. So I doubt it. Well, you can always hope. Hope, pray. Hope, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. All those things. Mm-hmm. So brings us to the end of this week's show, week two betting show of Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. Typically, this would be a time whenever we would uh, outro the show in a specific, specific fashion. But uh as is customary, we have done zero prep work and discussion of how we're going to end the show this week. Oh, yeah. We we're decided we were going to find another way to end the show. We did not. But we have not found it. I think, I think we need Lizzo. Oh. What, what song? It's about Probably. damn time. It's a, it's a, for us to win. Yeah. I don't know that song well enough to know how to <laughs> outro this, Jim. So you two can figure this one out. I, I mean, that's a lot. There's... Maybe this wait. Maybe this week we'll make some money. Maybe it's about. Oh, that's week. good. Okay. Maybe 
this week, the picks will fall in our favor. Maybe this week that onside kick will go to 2-0. and And maybe this week we will make some money because it's about, about damn time. time. Man, a woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciennes, trying to bring out the fat bit lust. Cause I give a fuck, way too much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup.